an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all. Not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom takes into account dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs to build a plan that works for you. Everyone's journey is different. So your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your free trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Notice Podcast number 668. Uh, I will be performing in the Fun Comfortable Tour in Boston and New York this Friday, uh, which I believe is May 1st, and then Saturday, May 2nd in New York, uh, at the Wilbur Theater Friday, and then at the Best Buy Theater in New York. Two shows. I believe the first shows are both sold out. There's a handful of tickets left for the 1030 shows. Uh, Matt Myra will be opening for me in Boston. Ew. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so show up late, everybody. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's hilarious. Uh, and then uh, Mike Lawrence will be opening for me in That's New York. better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kitty needs to scratch. Uh, so go to funcomfortabletour.com. There's a bunch of more dates coming up in Milwaukee and Detroit. and uh, Myrilous dates. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, God. I don't know why. It's all, it's all leaking out now. You can only hold it in I just for like so long. years ago. goes, oh, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take that. What do you guys got on the Nerdist Community Cardboard, Kyle? Uh, well, are you loving this new season of Game of Thrones? Yeah, I, yes. You haven't watched any of it yet? I'm, I'm two episodes away there. from You're the end. No, actually, one episode away from the end of season four, and then I will start season Shit gets five. pretty nuts. I've been getting home late from sets on Sunday and deciding, fuck it, I'm just going to be up oh late my God. and watch the whole I, thing. I'm still shaken. I just saw the Inigo Montoya episode oh, yeah. yesterday, and, that's no and good. I am <laughs> I I, uh, still disturbed I saw that with it. my family, and there was five minutes of silence <laughs> as the credits rolled. <laughs> We're just no one could talk. Like, oh, that was a bad time. I was, I was watching it on a plane. <laughs> I was watching it on a plane back from uh, from Atlanta, and I just I just had to shut my laptop, <laughs> and I just stared out the, the window of the plane. My brother just turned over and went, <laughs> <laughs> just just a long exhale in silence. A, such a bummer, but I I am I am looking forward to. Uh, I mean, listen. Too many other things to catch up on. I had to watch Daredevil all last weekend, so now I can wrap out Game of Thrones and then get into season two. There we go. Yeah. So uh, you're loving Game of Thrones. You got a, got a lot of feelings going on. Yeah. You know what, Chris? You know what I feel like you need to watch? What? An after show that recaps things. What a great idea. I mean, it's it's a real novel thing. Well, you know I, what do you, I host this? You don't. Well, that's uh, weird. Well, you are aware, <laughs> Hayslip, as we know, because our good friend Allison Hayslip and some people okay, with Okay, uh, I get what you just did. <laughs> You just okay, okay. <laughs> you just a weir like a werewolf. Yeah. Weir, like, and if you play D and D, there's like there's like weir bears. Yep, and there weir, sure is. Yeah. yeah so okay, you're and, a weir hayslim. I'm. <laughs> so are you saying? Wait, that on, so I turn into her. So she turns into. I would say on Sunday nights. Yeah. Uh, about ten o'clock, uh, Eastern and Pacific Standard. No, I think time. she's a weir Hardwick then, because if that's the. If that's the you're setup, turning into Allison Hayslip, then then okay, then it would be so you would be a wear Hayslip. Okay, all right, um, a wear slip, a wear slip. Yeah, yes. So we're back to my solid as a rock original name. <laughs> I am I am sorry for taking on this circuitous right. route back have you to seen where we started. Cop yet? Because I like to think you have transformed that way, where you like tear off your skin mm-hmm. and instead you're just a, a beautiful lady underneath. Yep, that's how it works. Can we film that for the website? No. Can instead we watch uh, winteriscoming.net and their live recaps of every episode? I think that would be a fun thing to do. It sounds like a good time. Let's go do it. All right. We're going to go do it. This episode uh, is Will Forte, who was on one of the most hilarious shows on television, The Last Man on Earth. Uh, Kristen Schaal is on the show as well. Uh, the season finale is this Sunday at 9.30 p.m. on Fox. But you can see all the episodes on Hulu or on Fox.com. And uh, I, Will is such a great guy. 
He hugged me after the show. That's so nice. You Good guys hugger. were sort of uh, you're, you're sort of hair and beard yeah, buddies. Yeah, we kind of kind of bro down because we get the lifestyle. Yeah, you got you got the same. You got you got a little bit of shag going on there. Here's Nars podcast number six sixty eight with Will Forte. Now entering nerdist.com. Sorry, Bruce. We're getting it out of the way. Oh, good. Thank you. Oh, nice ah, to see you. I didn't see you. Oh, you. I just saw you. Ah, uh, whatever. You I saw a couple sorry, days ago. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm good. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We're good. I didn't even know Will was on the podcast. We don't know what? I wasn't even here. Where was I? The last time Will yeah. was on? I don't know, because it was at Meltdown. It was a couple years ago. I think... Dead? You were dead. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look good. That was a crazy right year. That was a crazy year when you were dead. Or was I there? You I don't remember? I don't remember Lovitz at all. I'd remember depressing Lovitz. It's been two years, hasn't it? You're at Melton. That's what. That's what yeah, December third, two thousand thirteen. Oh, so it's about a year and a half. Okay. It's about a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, time! It's getting away from us. Yes. Well, we're getting to that age where it's like. How am I 62? Like, it's like oh, yeah. where it just, it's just getting away. Yeah. I always used to think my dad was kind of crazy because he'd go, I'll tell you, man, when you start getting older, the years turn into months and the months turn into day. Like, it just, it, and I was like, shut up, old man. And yeah. now I'm like, he was and right. Go, yeah. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> Parents are always right. They're yeah. always right. Well, they've been through shit. Not always right. They're not always right. They're not yeah. always right. Yeah. But a lot of the time. No, they're rarely right. No, well, I, let's say they're sometimes rarely right, but usually always wrong. No? That's not right. They're medium right. They're medium right. Medium yeah. to high right. <laughs> I find medium that as right. my parents get older, right. they lean very much to the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? About I don't parents? know. Yeah. Something's going to happen to us, guys. Florida. Some switch is going to happen. Sounds like crazy liberal talk. Wait a minute. <laughs> Anyway, there's a brick wall here, so you'll do uh, ten minutes I if you want to get up do, and do okay, some stand-up. Okay. Uh, if you've prepared anything for the... Uh... I have some stuff written down. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'll do one. Oh, okay, good. Just uh, take out one. All right. Just any joke off the top of your head. Let him find it in his phone. You know, I just... Uh, How much do pirates pay for their earrings? I don't know. A buck an ear. Hey! <laughs> I have something written down here called restaurant called none of your business, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a who's on first. But that, just... that, that sounds like a business <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Where he... Doesn't the sketch just end yeah. after that? Going to this restaurant tonight. What's it called? None of your business, asshole. Uh, yeah, but I'd like to know what the restaurant is. Oh, did I know? I'm happy to tell you. What's it called? None of your business. Asshole. Okay, well, at least tell me what the food is. None of your business. Oh, oh, it's uh, like, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm still workshopping it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, American cuisine, oh, uh, burgers and such. That sounds yeah. great. That's my favorite kind of food, yeah. American cuisine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's the, I love to try it. What's it called? None of your business, asshole. Okay, okay. Well, like, where in town is it located? Uh, it is in the, bi- the restaurant district. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and... On Restaurant Street? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's a block up from Restaurant Row, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. My, you know, my favorite part about this sketch is that you're not at all deterred by the fact that he might be calling you an asshole. You're still just... Yeah. You're still... Yeah. That's eager, how dedicated to eager, food but, I am. See, I feel like the sketch would go a lot like this. Mm. Uh, what was that restaurant called? None of your business, asshole. God, I probably shouldn't hang out with Will anymore. And then I leave. That's a short... What's wrong with him? What's up with the Why? Yeah, why'd that guy just leave? What were you talking about? We were just talking about this great restaurant. Which one? None of your business, asshole. Well, see you later, Will. You suck. (laughs) And they make you... They're like... What's it called? Oh, It's called... If you if you say none of your business, asshole, they go no 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 that's not the name. It's called none of your business, asshole. Yeah, like it's, it's got to have that inflection. Yeah, so when yeah, they yeah. answer the phone, well, how would they answer? The none of your business, asshole. How can I help you? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just need a table for 
three at eight? Is that cool? Yeah, we're wide no, open. That's great. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one's here. No one ever <laughs> eaten here. Name of the restaurant so I can yeah. find. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. is the? None of your business, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but I just wanted. I I have a table though there. For three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we accommodate. We take every major credit card. <laughs> Diners Club. Except no. <laughs> no. We're talking majors. <laughs> Wait a minute. Diners Club. Apology to Diners Club. Wait, doing how'd, fine you, work. how'd you find the number of the restaurant you're calling if you don't know what it's called? Oh, I just found one of those door flyers, but the top had been ripped off. <laughs> and it just said... <laughs> you're just calling great. a random just number. It was a great American uh, cuisine. I'm, oh, I love this great thing American came cuisine. Today. I mean... Uh, what's the... <laughs> 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 just, just, just ripped off yeah. the chest. The... Son, e at the end. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I'd give it a call. I but the rest of it. But I need to know the name of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you should check out their new place. I don't feel comfortable saying. <laughs> well, that's just a coffee clatch. Like they just—that's uh, a little coffee clatch yeah, it's in just the parking the side. lot. Yeah. Well, I don't see why this wouldn't work. As an actual business, not just yeah. a sketch. I mean, now that we're actually talking about it, I think I feel like this is a very viable business. That this we is partners. All right, <laughs> perfect. Partners. Snap, snap. Done. I'll set up the Yelp page. <laughs> I think that's the people's. <laughs> Done. Oh, ouch! You're really typing <laughs> hard on that phone. phone. <laughs> very excited. Uh, oh my god, you got the big one. I do. Too big. No, it's. You like si- it? I do. Size of a boogie board. No, it's great. It's not. It's great, Jonah. It's great. Ah, this is all you need. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. You're wrong. Okay, that would be <laughs> about good. your opinion. Like for a movie with a with a mouse that came to life, that would be a boogie board. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Like yeah. Stuart Little three, a longboard. That would be a long. I feel like a mouse could handle yeah. a regular iPhone as a longboard. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. How big your mice are. <laughs> all right, this is adequate for a mouse to surf. Somewhere on. between guinea pig and capybara. <laughs> Maybe right. I'm thinking rats more. Yeah, 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 yeah rats. Yeah, I. It is funny to hold the. The uh, the last generation phone, like it does. Uh, this used to feel like a completely normal size to me, and now I'm like, I'm a giant. Yeah, with this yeah, yeah. tiny phone. Where do you put that though? Still goes in your pocket. That goes in my pocket. Okay. Look, I will demonstrate. Do, 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 do. Yep. Right there. Totally doesn't fit very well in suit pants. But though. wait, wait, hold yeah. on. Put it in your pocket, then sit down. Oh my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your dick on your hip? I don't think you're supposed to have those close to your balls anyway. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or am I... No. You don't want them there. It does graze a little bit sometimes when you're sitting down. There's I'm not talking bit. about just the discomfort of it. I'm talking about like the, the waves of whatever... Sperm. Elect- yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's probably, that's probably something that we'll figure out in a, in a generation. Yeah. Much the same. They were like, they used to let kids crawl around in asbestos? Like, yeah. it'll be one yeah. of those types of things. Oh, that's why all the bees died. That's yeah. why the bees died. Oh, wait. Whatever happened with the bees? <laughs> they're still dying. No, they're, they're still, still dying. I see them all over the place. They're fine. <laughs> but wait, what, is it, was there, did they ever discover they what did. the bee died? The colony collapse? What was, what was the it? Collapse? They did discover something, and it had something to do, something in the, something in the air was like fucking up their, um, their, Homing systems the happening, fracking. Right. It's probably fracking. 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 Yeah. fracking. They got, got fracking. It's got to be fracking. John Krasinski got... taught us anything. It was fracking. I think. Yeah. Do you want to check out? I, I think I forget emails. About or it's just a bunch of millennial bees that don't think they need to work. I'm sorry, hang on. Yeah. Hey, did you just say you get emails about this? Emails. Oh, here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Where'd you say you were from again? Uh, hey, Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the fucking B info, Woodstock. <laughs> what do you got? I, I can't find exactly. I think it's. Yeah, it's no, it seems like the facts are kind of hard to come by. It's what? It's in. It sounds like it's pesticides. Oh, so they're working. <laughs> yeah. But that's crazy well, like, because they've like been. On, like, you know, for in farming, when they put them on, uh, like, the trees and the, the, the fruit that's growing, it's killing the bees. Hmm. Okay. Uh. But we're still getting great fruit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. That no? doesn't affect your. I mean, it's like. Yeah, it's gonna, what's this insecticide do? I don't know. 
Oh, let's play press junket for a minute. Will, if you were the last man on earth, what would you dot, 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 dot? What's your stock answer? Like, what, what gets you from killing yourself having to answer that question well, a million times? a lot times? of the things that I, I would do myself are things that I actually do in the pilot. Uh, oh. You know, uh, ro- rolling over cans with a steamroller, using a flamethrower. See, this is, you're too yeah. nice. Like, this is too nice an answer. This is too nice an answer. It's, but I, it is a true answer, though. So it's like, I don't mind answering over and over again if, if what I'm answering answering is uh is the truth it's when you're when you've constructed kind of a little bit of a lie (laughs) deeper and deeper or if you have like a joke then then i remember it uh i went to when i was at snl uh obama um came to do a sketch like he was he was still senator then so but he was uh he had already jumped into the race or it was right before he was jumping into the race whatever the case he, no, he must have already jumped in the race, mm. and he was doing like he was going to walk out in the cold open. And so I, I had seen him on, I think it was Jay Leno, and he had told it was something about Dick Cheney and and uh, Dick Cheney getting shot when he got shooting, shot in the face, the right? In the face. Or he shot oh, the guy yeah. in the face. Well, they were duck and, and it was right after. Didn't they find out that Dick Cheney and Obama are related in some way? Or <laughs> they <something>? what? <laughs> right? Did they? I don't know. Like they're distant cousins. You got to look that up. Go to drugs. You got to look that up. <laughs> something like that. But I remember hearing this joke on on Leno um, that was I thought pretty funny. And then I, uh, you know, I didn't know what to say, so I just said something about Dick Cheney, I think, and he d- used the exact same joke on me. And I remembered thinking. Ooh. Oh, that's a bummer. I just, <laughs> I'm like, but but at the same time, like, what would you do? Like, right, you, of like course. you like you know, I uh, have done these little tiny little junket things and and press things. You got to answer a couple things in a row. No big no big deal. But this guy's, I mean, talk about it. this guy's whole life is a junket. It, so, yeah, like nonstop. So he's got to have go tos, and I don't blame him. I I initially was like, oh, can he? T- can't just think up see, for me? something yeah. fresh, yeah. Yeah, just a, <laughs> but also think about when you're the pr- president too. It's way worse than anything else because everything you say is going to get dissected a million different ways. Yeah. So if you say something that works, you're like, "Fuck, I got to hold on yeah. to that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's safer the next time. I feel like a president is less likely to yes and you because the, it, it could go in a million bad yeah, directions. They, what, what do they get out of it? You know? <laughs> like, really well, I don't want to engage in this forte character. <laughs> <laughs> but every, everybody has like their go-tos. It's like a, that's never more apparent than when you're in a relationship and you end up having to tell the same story next to the person who's heard it every single time when you're hanging out. Well, it happens on the oh, podcast because we, you know, like sometimes people go, oh, well, I've heard you tell that before. It's like, yeah, but... When a new person is in, if we're having a fresh conversation, sometimes, like if you were to map out all of the conversations you've ever had in your life, sometimes you, we, like some things, because they're true, like you said, get woven in again yeah. to new people because yeah. that's how that stuff works. Yeah. Their ninth cousin's wife. And yeah. what was the name of the thing that killed the beast? Pesticide. It is, uh, well, it's, Pes- pesticide is. it's called BB gun. No, this is a. It's called uh, Cheney's aim. Am I right? Necronomicon. The Necronomicon. The bees open the Necronomicon. (laughs) Neocon. Insecticide resembling nicotine. Oh, I'm into that. Oh my god, I was just reaching for a slice of nicotine. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like neonicotinoid. Yeah. Who ruins pizzas? Of yet to avoid the neoconazi. <laughs> you have to remember the yeah. who was a neo-Nazi version. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> Not only he was in the red costume yeah. already. This is based on the the Noid. Yes. The Noid, yes. yeah, of course. <laughs> Which I'd advise you to avoid. <laughs> He's killing those bees. There yeah. was a. There was a. They, uh, there he was ruined one. pizzas. They got him off of that. He was like, "Well, I'm going to fucking ruin bees." I was reading that a part of the reason they stopped that ad com- campaign was mm. because there was a sort of mentally unhinged person who was na- whose last name was Noid, who thought that that Domino's had it out for him, telling everyone to avoid him. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. That's yeah. It was it was him and Keith. Where's the beef? They also canceled Keith that. Of, uh, <laughs> oh, it's where's the buff? Please, where's the buff? Guys, I get this all the time. Please, my dad's <laughs> Keith. Where's the buff? Now, now that we are standing on the precipice of another election year, and social media has grown even more exponentially in the when past are we getting McGruber too? <laughs> is the big question is do you think that's going to be in any of the debates <laughs> I, uh, uh, 
Yes. How was your <laughs> yes. How were your screenings at uh, Cinefamily? Oh, it, fantastic! It was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. We got to go and screen uh, the pilot of the show in the second episode, uh, and then like two weeks later, a couple weeks later, we did uh, MacGruber, and it was. Just so much fun. I hadn't seen it in so long. Oh, I love MacGruber. I watched like the second half, and it it, it just was w- one of those really special experiences. It's a movie you know? I rented from Net- Netflix three years ago and have never returned. You still okay. have the disc? It's one of the discs. I you know, that comes still- out of oh his back God. end. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to pay for that, like I'm, 89 bucks I'm every sorry, time someone does it. That's all right. It's That's sitting all right. at my house because I watch it, and I'm like, oh, I could. Wait, just- does that... Part of Netflix still exists. It do sure they does. still? They it sure still does. Well, yeah, because there's a, there a lot of stuff that you can't get on. And it's a Blu-ray too. Like I pay the extra three dollars for Blu-rays instead of just DVDs. Yeah. And instead, I just I just keep McGruber for fucking three years. There's a lot of movies they still they can't license. Bought it Fifty on times. Watch instantly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? What? Uh, I don't, I don't know. understand that. I don't know. Maybe I want special features, you know? I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the film companies still holding on to the concept of DVDs and yeah. making more money, and then the sooner they put stuff on Did VOD. you see the little box they just came out with uh, for $40,000? It'll let you watch first-run movies. What? At home. What? Yeah. Who? What? What? Isn't that crazy? What? Guys, as I'm saying it, I'm realizing I probably read it this week and it might be an April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, what if it was? Oh, there is, there is. Like, what a like prank. A, we've heard some like big time celebrity people uh, talk about how they have like a, there's like a box you can get that accesses movies whenever Wait, they come Wait, who's out. your big time celebrity No, I think people. fucking Tom Cruise talked about oh, it. he's a big time celebrity person. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out, Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe to him, like maybe he's not really in touch with how things work. Like maybe they just sent I think DVDs he's very in it. touch with how everything his works. His assistants are like, he's I put the DVD in. we'll ever be yeah. this. LRH. They. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just, to him, the DVD player is a box that shows for us. Somebody movies. like yeah. said, yeah, this, you got to give me, can I have $40,000 for this? <laughs> um, yeah, oh, that yeah. seems reasonable. You, I got that in my you, pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the concept, like if you have hundreds of millions of dollars, if the concept of money to you just doesn't even, do you carry money with you? Does it even mean anything anymore? Well, it depends on who, how you made the money, I think. I have noticed that that um, I don't care anymore about getting speeding tickets. And I'm not like made of money, but like, you know, I'm, I'm 44 and single, so I've amassed, <laughs> a, you know, a good savings. And, I, you know, I don't care about parking tickets anymore. I, I don't want to get them, but, like, it used to, you know, it used to be very important to not get a parking ticket and all that stuff. And, and, uh, and now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I was talking to uh, my buddy Nick Thune was talking about that, where he kind of considers, like, it's like if I get a certain amount of uh, parking tickets throughout the year, that's almost like a I, I'm paying for an annual parking pass where I don't really have to care <laughs> about where I park. Oh, that's well, that, you point. know, Chris Rock would do that if he was going to do a drop-in set at the Improv or whatever. He would just pull right in front of the red zone yeah. and, his, and his Bentley, just take the ticket, you know, like basically pay $60 to park. There's and, so much footage of Jerry Seinfeld, paparazzi footage of him getting parking tickets. Like I just have seen him getting on like weird Porsches all the time. Well, I feel like if you York. have a hangar full of Porsches, you don't care yeah. about parking yeah. tickets. By yeah. the way, guys, I read that on April 7th. It's called Prima Cinema, and it's uh, $35,000 for the hardware and $500 per rental. Not an April Fool's joke. $500 per rental? Yeah. So wait, if you want to watch a brand new movie, it's going to cost you $500 on top of your $35,000 box. Just, I, I, that's very smart of movie companies. I mean, if people want to, <laughs> right? I mean, that's, that's, they're really going for the, crazy. Yeah. they're really going for the uh, uh, wildly ambitious uh, includes sheet market. A, includes a separate biometric security system, so only the person who is authorized to watch the movie is watching the movie. Oh, so you you have to watch it alone? <laughs> yeah, you have to do like a retina scan. Oh my god, that's but the worst. If yeah, you're spending a... thirty five grand and five hundred dollars a movie, you are alone. <laughs> yeah. You are you do not have a family. Talk to us when you're fifty five and single and see if that's yeah. what you're doing. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but I, I, I'm as I was saying, as, as as we're standing on the precipice of this election year and social media is so much more pervasive, even in the last four years, it's uh, it's I think it's going to be an ugly year of really cuz people people are meaner about politics than they are about pretty much anything else like to the extent that I don't even like talking about it because it's, it's just not worth it 
We've, I even yeah. made a joke on At Midnight last night where we were making fun of Rand Paul. And before, I said, just so you know, we're going to make fun of everyone equally. Because if that's the fairest thing to do, and people were still like, you fucking liberal piece. I'm like, I said I was going to everyone. It's just so not worth it. But did yeah. we leave that in the show? We never know. Yeah, they left it in. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. And he, you know, he just, did he annou- officially announce yes. that? Yes. I heard he was going to. So he, he did. Had, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, then it sounds like that's just timely, uh, you know, shit giving. I know. Yeah. You got to do it, you know, and and when the next uh, Democrat announces, you'll you'll you know you'll take them to task. Do you? Uh, are you super active on social media or not? Not really. I never was. I had like before the last man on earth. I probably had tweeted nineteen times or something like that, and and now I probably have tweeted a thousand times because they they really said like get out there and try to try to. Uh, get a social media presence and and it, I, you know I, I'll I think it helps I I, I gotta give it to them I, it's it's yeah. you know invested. spreading the word and and I don't have very many followers but but you know uh, Kristen Shaw has some good followers yeah. and then between us we have friends who have following so before you know it you're getting the word out through you know having your friends tweet out and it's it's great even Lord so, Miller are like tweeting out a bunch about the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. What what kind of drives me a little crazy is the live tweeting stuff. Yeah, I I think the you know it's like just let the people watch the show. I don't know why are we trying to they gotta have the second screen experience. Yeah, Yeah. because I think most people do that anyway. Yeah, I think most people are fucking around. Here's a fact about Chatsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Would you have uh, when you were doing SNL? Would, I would assume having access to social media because even since you've been on, it's exploded even more. Yeah, but I would imagine doing a live show and then immediately looking at the social media at what people liked and didn't like would that have driven you crazy? Well, I will say that when I first got to the show, there uh, uh, Twitter wasn't around yet, and there, but there would be like little review sites that you could look up and that was so I would I would go the next day and see what people were saying about the show and and now it would just be you know now there's such an immediate and steady stream of information about how people are feeling about your stuff it's yeah. it's a little overwhelming and and you know it's a, my brain kind of hangs on to the bad stuff more than the good stuff yeah. mm-hmm. so so i just am it's not safe to check out stuff on there but with a show like this versus when you're doing um when you're doing sketches that are basically disposable each week it's like yeah. oh we did these and now we're done we're moving on do you feel less emotionally attached in that situation as opposed to this show where there's a very it's, it's a very strong narrative and it's you and you're putting i mean oh man that's interesting pro- pro- probably yeah I don't know. With each thing, I don't even i i i take it on a personal level <laughs> more than more. Oh, oh, they don't like the sketch, and then it's like, yeah, but I was the person in that sketch. <laughs> like they don't like the you know either uh, you know I I, I, per, I find a way to personalize all of them. Yeah, yeah, of course. The and show it, is amazing, by the way. Thank you. Congratulations on a second season. Thank you. Yeah, we just heard. Yeah. This morning. Yeah, my, oh, today you just heard yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We heard like th- th- three hours ago. And there wasn't a new episode on this week, right? No new episode. Okay. We've got two coming out this I, weekend. I was just talking about it. I got yeah. a, a, scared because it was an old episode, but it was on the DVR that I thought. But I'm glad to know that I, I was surprised one. because the, the word that I heard was that people don't watch a lot of TV on, on Easter, Easter yeah. Sunday, which I would think. That'd be a big TV time, but I guess it, you know. Well, it is big for the do. new Bible guys. The Bible AD on NBC that probably did all right. That probably did pretty good. Yeah. I feel like with good I, reason. What <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mad Men came at that. They picked that as their. That was their weekend where they well, were. Well, Mad Men's strong suit has never been ratings. <laughs> they do, are, are you okay? okay? <laughs> 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 Yeah, you should hear him read the Hollywood Reporter. He just can't. <laughs> oh, uh, oh deadline. Oh. Bavo. Talk about ratings. Let's reshare. It's great. They do good. Men, men, yeah. men, men does several million. I would imagine. Especially. I don't know. Life, Katie, could you look episodes. it up after you find out what actually killed the bees? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Peter Atencio direct uh, one of your episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's great. He's a good friend of ours. Oh, he's he's. So great. Yeah. We wanted him to do a second one, but then he's he's just so good that he's he gets snapped up. Keanu. So. That's the movie he's gonna be working oh, on. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that Key and Peel movie. Keanu. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, it's great. So do you uh 
do you like working in uh, this type of a really long narrative where you have to think like season two, season three arc, season four arc? Does it just seem like a long movie or it's it's it takes a while to get used to. I like it's been a lot of fun, but it's been so much work. And and yeah, I, I feel like that's not really my my strong suit is I mean, I'm. I like thinking of stuff in very general terms, but then when you start, like, you know, some people are so good with putting everything together in this intricate puzzle piece way, and and I'm I'm still learning how to do that. So it's it's uh, uh, it's I feel like you know I started in sketch where you got these tiny little things, and you can move on to the next one, and everything's just so new, and then you go like. Then got to do a couple movies where it's a way longer version of that, but still you're just doing something for a short pop, and then it's on to the next thing, the new exciting experience. So it, you know, it it was it was a tricky thing to commit to doing something where you're the same character for a long time. Um, but I, but as we were started like going through the pitching process, it just uh, I, I was really enjoying it. And I didn't want anybody else to play the guy, so I <laughs> like, so. Um, but yeah, God, it's, a, it's hard. It's, it's very hard and, and, uh, uh, but exciting at the same time. Like it's, it, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, you know, now that, now that we know we are getting a second season, it's, it's, oh fuck, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's good news, bad news. <laughs> we have, I mean, we have different ideas. Uh, we, we knew all along what we wanted to do in the first season and we've, you know, throughout the writing of that, we had ideas for what we would do in a second season if we ever got it. But now it's, you know, now it's the reality of, oh, geez, we have to do work again. And that's, that's you know, I don't want to work anymore. It's been so much work. Well, yeah, because... So much work. You know, just a, a standard sitcom, everything's pretty much, it's like a sketch. Like, oh, well, this is all self-contained, and then next week they'll get into another weird scrape. You still sort of have to do that with a single camera, but there is... But it's an adventure story, so there's a. Yeah. It has to go. It has to go somewhere, and you have to have like long term goals. And yeah. We do, and we try to make it kind of extra serialized. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm excited. We got a, a ton of really smart people, and 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 uh, you know, it's going to be fun. We'll figure something out. But and we already have a couple ideas. But but. Uh, you know, we just want we don't want it to be the same old thing, and we're, we're so it's just it's going to be a lot of work. How did anything's you, a lot of work? How did yeah. you pitch the show? Uh, with my mouth. Okay. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I did some hand gestures as well. Uh, no, we uh, uh, Chris and Phil and I kind of worked up this pitch. It was uh, it was really just explaining we the whole arc of the first season. Um, and it was, uh, just a kind of general synopsis. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we, we, you know, and then the writing process, then it's, then it was just hard because we liked where everything went generally, but, but then you got to figure out, Oh, what does this person do for a job? And what did they, and it's just like, you could pick anything and like, what would lead to, you know, it's hard to commit to one thing not knowing how it's going to play out um but at the same time like you can kind of figure out anything once you you know it could you know anything can lead to positive fruitful areas yeah Yeah. what's your favorite part of the process do you like the acting part or do you like the writing part the beers uh on friday night okay Uh, this is a guy i can uh, vote for (laughs) He's not running for anything. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll sign him uh, up because I'll vote for him. All right. Um, what uh, restaurant do you get those beers at? We go to the play. We actually go to the bar. The bar that is in the show, which is called McGee's. Oh, oh, McGee's. Right. oh, oh, none of your business. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> um, I think the acting stuff because it's th- that's the that's the where you just don't have to think about anything like writing is I there's something I love about writing but uh but it got tricky because there was this period where where it's all hitting you at once and you're acting and still trying to write and then the editing is going on too so it was like this long period of just intense work seven days a week 
every just just it was that a period of like eight months where if I wasn't working, I was worried about not working, and so it was like you, you know there's just I had to wow. work like the whole time. Yeah, there was, was a crazy. Uh, Gary Shandling uh, talked about an interview with like how he he got to a point where he had to separate the writing sessions from the production schedule of uh, uh, the Larry Sanders show. Because it's like yeah. he couldn't like – so he wanted to write and be in the, you know, the room for that whole process. But then he would get out and they would have like a, a gap before they started shooting just so yeah. he could separate his mind from knowing exactly what's happening. Which is like kind of bad for an actor to know, always know what's about to happen to the characters throughout the rest of the season. Did you ever find that being a problem? I, I, that wasn't uh... – I've, I thought it was – that stuff was – well, I guess I, I can see what you're saying because as you're writing your probably three or four episodes, um, you're thinking about three, four, five episodes ahead of the one that you're acting in. So that might have been problematic. I, I, yeah. I mean it was just – to be honest, it was all just like one big soup <laughs> yeah. up there and it's just like swirled around. So yeah. I, I was just – it was just a, a crazy amount of work and I'm just very excited about the show and proud of the show. But – God, it was. I I got to figure out a way to to have a little bit more of a life. Oh yeah, yeah. How did you find uh, Mel Rodriguez uh, for role Todd? He was. I got to be in a movie with him uh, called The Watch, and we. I was played oh, a yeah. sergeant, and he was my deputy. So oh, we that's got to, right. That's uh, why he looked familiar. He was Chucho. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Chucho. Yeah. And he's he's the best. He's the nicest uh, guy. There was this great. Uh, we we had neither of us had had Chick Fil A and the movie was in Atlanta so we had <laughs> said oh we got to get let's get Chick Fil A together this was and we had built it up over several weeks we had just talked about this was going to be our thing we were going to get experience Chick Fil A together for the first time and there were several nights where we got off and we'd go to a Chick Fil A and it was closed and then we'd hear there was another one open later <laughs> drive over there it had just closed we probably went to four or five different Chick Fil A's closed so finally the day comes when we're going to go to Chick-fil-A and it was he had had the day off before and I was working that day so we had said okay this next day when we both have the day off we're going to Chick-fil-A we go down to his car and the passenger side is just littered with Chick-fil-A wrappers <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker had gone to Chick-fil-A without me the day before and the look on his face he was it was like <laughs> he had cheated on me with my mom. <laughs> oh, Hobo must have came in here. This must be his bedding. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, guess yeah. I don't know what happened. It was, a, it was, a it was crazy, still a great experience. I really but, thought uh, the button on the end of that was going to be it was Sunday. And then, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> all of them were closed. Yeah, they were all closed on Sundays. It, uh, it, it's good. They finally just opened one here. In LA oh, that's what I heard. Ago. It's not yeah. too far away from here, right? Yeah. But are they still dicks? Yeah, yeah. They still give a lot of money to make sure gay people can't get married. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, why they got it. Yeah, oh. which is great, but I don't go there because it's unhealthy. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not the reason. <laughs> so do you have free time now, or are you in – we're gearing up for season two? That's interesting. I don't know I don't know what the, the timeline is for season two. So uh, I, we just finished editing – Two nights ago, and I worked all day yesterday on something else. Actually, here on the lot. I did what? Lab Rats. What? Uh, uh, buddies, my buddies who I, I oh, used to so write at the 70s, 70s show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris and Brian and Mark Brazil, they all uh, do Lab Rats. And so I did, I did a day on that. And then this show last night, the, the guy, Hal Wilner from SNL, was doing this Allen Ginsberg 60th anniversary of Hal. And I, all fun things, but like just. I, I didn't know that we'd be working so <laughs> close, you know, to yeah. to the. I thought that like I'd already have had a week and a half off, and 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 so it's it's bonkers. Yeah. And then tomorrow I go to Santa Fe for a couple weeks uh, to work, and then I'm just praying that we don't have to start up right when I get back. <laughs> I feel like I've. I'll, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's honestly it's 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 been hard. It's yeah. Been, <laughs> Yeah, you're going really, nonstop. It's kind of fucking... Yeah. It is kind of strange. To, I, I've only recently begun to embrace the idea of time off. And yeah. as such, I only have a, I have a couple of pockets of time off this year, like a week yeah. here and there. And I've already planned. Like, I'm going to go here this really? time. And I'm going to go here this time. Because I'm so... I'm afraid if I just stay around, I'll end up busying myself with something. That's all I do all day. When I have time off, 
uh, I just realized all I do is sit around and r- relax on the couch and turn on CNN, and then I, before you know it, it's been four hours, and I've seen the same stories you know, eight <laughs> times. And, the B-roll's uh, the same. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just need to get better about just just saying I'm getting out of town or or even just going going down to like Laguna Beach for the weekend or something right. like yeah. that just or, or, or even just getting a hotel in a, like a staycation yes yeah. <laughs> just anything so you can to, watch CNN in the hotel uh, no. <laughs> but i'm 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 trying to get better about that i've i've been like i just i feel like i'm missing out on life experiences but then at the same time i've it's been so so much work that i haven't really gotten to see my friends so i also want to stick around Get to yeah. you know be, reconnect with them, so it's it's uh... it's very hard to date when you're that busy. Yeah, that yeah. you can't because you have to keep. Oh, I can't. Oh, okay. So how about so a month from now we could like it's very difficult to figure out how to to work that in, yeah. and then two weeks go by and you haven't seen another human being outside of your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's problematic without going too deep in. It's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a, and it's not like I don't know when I when I was single, I felt weird about like well, I'm not going to go on Tinder because that's just weird. Like I feel weird. Oh, yeah. So how do you meet? I don't even know. I didn't know how to meet. No, you didn't. People, it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's your what? Wait, are you married? What's no? But I have a girlfriend. We've okay. been together for about five five months, six months. Okay, and it uh, it all just sort of worked out in a yeah. nice way that. Just made sense, but but when I was you know single for a chunk of time, it was it was a rough few weeks for me. Yeah. I was not a few weeks, <laughs> Jonah. It was a while, and uh, which so how much? What what is your work schedule like? Uh, are you because I know we're we're doing your show today, yes, and we get done at five, yes. Are you done then for no, not today? No, on Wednesdays we shoot two shows. Are so, you shoot two? Okay, yeah, but my. I just came out of a period where everything that I work on was firing at once. Yeah. So, like, Sunday nights were Talking Dead. Monday through Wednesday was at midnight. In between all the pockets were podcasts and then stand-up on weekends. And I work on a cartoon and a video game. And then and then just running Nerdist. Like it, yeah. So, everything was all firing at once. And so, yeah. my days were, like, 13 hours, you know. It was just yeah. all day long. Think, 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 think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially there, there's something crazy about it when it's when it's not just one thing when it's when it's a bunch of a bunch of different things so you're constantly have, your brain is constantly shifting gears that into, suits me very well though you like that okay. I do because I feel like if I just focused on one thing too much I'd start to go like it actually I think part of the thing that keeps it invigorating is that I'm constantly looking doing yeah. something different throughout the day so it's yeah. not just you know I, that's why I'm, I'm so fascinated about the process of working on a show that where you create this arc and it's all you're you're just focused on that that thing for so much of the time yeah well that's very interesting because when you just said that it made me think yeah god i i, I you get lost in it a little bit and then you lose your perspective and um yeah it's you know i recently went on talk shows to promote promote the show and I realized I didn't have any freaking stories to tell. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing to talk about. It was, like, was, you know, it was the craziest thing. And we had to end up talking about my beard like the whole time. <laughs> what was your beard like? What? Oh, I got food trapped in it all the time. It's just like, that's it, the barrels of the beard and just really fill that out. But God, it's, it, uh, yeah, it's, it, that's interesting. It's, it's, you know, it's nice to, it's, it's nice because you're in this position and you, I, I don't know. It's 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 a you know it's a a mixed bag. Well, I think there's pros and cons on both sides. But I always, I mean, when you're so close to something, and especially with comedy, and you're not, it's not like you can workshop when you're writing jokes for this show. And a lot of times, you just don't know how stuff's going to play, how it's going to edit together, and like, yeah. so how do you? What's your uh, System for you know? Do you have a group of people that? Well, it has to go through this person and this person and this person, and if we all agree, then it's funny. Or do you kind of take the reins sometimes? 
Well, I mean, there there are definitely a ton of people involved in the show. That are, the writing staff is filled with people I've known for years and years. Two of my best friends are are writers. Uh, John Solomon, who wrote on mm-hmm. uh, MacGruber with me in, in Yorma, is one, one of the guys. My friend Dave Noel, um, and they, you know, g- getting to work with these guys every day. I've, it, trust them so much and then some some people i've known since the groundlings emily spivey and uh, who also worked at snl and this guy andy bobro who was on community for a long time and then uh, uh liz kakowski from snl so D- uh, eric durbin who i knew from third rock from the sun 15 years wow. ago Jeez. tim mcauliffe uh who i didn't know before this but he's great i just wanted to say his name <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh doesn't get uh, really going with what you're saying though so so yeah. yeah, yeah, we should probably so take remove Tim from yeah. that list. <laughs> Thank you. No, but this, you know you'd have all these great people that you rely on, and and I feel like when we all agree on something, I feel pretty good about it. And then Chris and Phil, uh, you know the guys who did the Lego Movie and yeah, and uh, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street. They're they're like they're also to you know help us, uh, you know when we are having a problem they'll they'll weigh in and they're so smart and funny so so it's like it's it's you know you see we 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 will go down paths that we're not sure they're the right thing but if we all agree on it then it's like you know fuck it let's let's do it that's rad um you know so so it's it's there is like a, a a security in in that those years of of uh, friendships is is everything uh, comparatively easier after you survive SNL for a handful of years. I, I never thought that I would work harder than at SNL, but this experience was way more uh, way more stress and pressure. Like it, that terrified me, and and, and I. I thought that would prepare me for everything, and and certainly it, it did prepare me for a lot. But there was the stress of of being in a situation where you make all the d- decisions ultimately, like mm-hmm. it's your call, and and it's terrifying. It's you know, <laughs> and, and it's uh, it's great. On the one hand, it's great because it really it you know it's it's you know you can really do exactly what you're wanting to do. But then, then sometimes it just gets a little muddy and you got to make a call you're not sure about. And I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's been tricky getting used to that, that pressure. So it's not just the, it's not just the, the, the physical hours, it's the mental hours. And just like every, every, like, it's just like the good things you, you get to celebrate and you're euphoric about. And then if there are any like bumps in the road, you know, you're, you've invested so much time and you're so, so tired that, that they really affect you and drag you down. And then you start, I don't know. It's, it's my, I overthink everything anyway. Well, I know I do too. And I I think a lot of people, when they look at the, you work in the entertainment business, they're like, well, those jobs are cushy. You just go in and fuck around. It's like, yeah, but I, I think there are few other jobs that require you to be as mentally on and engaged for such a long period of time, especially if you're performing, because everything like you have to be super sharp and in the moment, but still thinking ahead of the moment because you have to figure out how everything's going to tie together. Air traffic control. Air traffic control. Pushing ten guys. Greatest movie ever made. Yeah, that was a good movie. I don't remember it. I never saw that, I but I've that. always been fascinated by <laughs> air traffic controllers. I mean, there's a there's an iPhone game uh, called Air Traffic Controller that oh, is, is that quite right? stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I would want to watch that movie because I, I think yeah. it would stress me out as I'm flying just to think about, yeah. oh, there are humans involved in, in, you know, and sometimes the humans are going through breakups. Sometimes <laughs> they're, they may have a hangover. And well, you like, wa- did you watch oh. Breaking Bad? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sometimes your yeah. daughter <laughs> yeah. have choked on vomit. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, maybe you're not quite – yeah, it's – I, you know, with those types of situations, first of all, a tremendous amount of respect for air traffic controllers as someone who travels. Oh yeah, a give, lot. It up. Yes. give it up, oh, give it up, give it up. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. But also, any birthdays in the it's, house? It's amazing. How? How do you? How? How do you do it? I mean, it must. You know that what they're looking at is essentially looks. I, I assume looks like a video game. Yeah. But it's thousands and thousands of lives. Yeah. 
I, at that, that even I, I'm like I almost get diarrhea even thinking about what that experience must be like, yeah. and what type of person is able to separate all that stuff and just go in and say, "You go here, you go here, you go here." Tetris masters. Yeah, Those are the guys. So, do you think that song is playing with all the planes coming in? I think it helps. I think it'll help them. What what job would you? Do you have a job that scares the shit out of you that you're like, I would never, ever, ever, ever want to do that if you weren't a performer? I don't know. I uh, I can't think of one. I, I, don't, I mean... Would you thrive in pretty much any environment you had to? Are you a guy that can go into any situation and go, well, this isn't great, but we'll figure it out? I think so. I, I think I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. I can... It doesn't... What you said earlier is I, I think about all the time. Like, like it, to me, sometimes when things get very stressful, I think, what would it be like to just like I've I've always thought there's I have this romantic notion of moving into the middle of the country and working at a movie theater taking tickets <laughs> and just fantastic. like coming in. You come in, you take the tickets, and when it's done, you go home, and like you don't you're not thinking about. I don't, now I feel like I'm uh, shitting on people who take tickets, but there's like no. It sounds like you're some, romanticizing people who take so, tickets. Yes, some some kind of job where you, you the the job is from a certain time to a certain time, and you don't have to take any of that home. Mm. And 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 it's one thing that you do. Yeah, yeah. There was a day a few months ago where I had a shed built in in the backyard, and I had to paint it. Yeah, and my girlfriend was away in New York, and it was just me, and it was like the first week I'd had off in you know four months, and I just went out and painted the shed, and it was the greatest day of my life. Ugh. Just painting a shed. Yeah, there's no second guessing. If you know and what the color like, is, you just put oh, the color on, and, it's, and then that's just, you it. Do the work. You yeah. do the work, yeah, and there's something there. And then when you're done, to... there's a painted shed. <laughs> yeah, something. Oh, look at that. I keep having these weird fantasies, and and I keep just looking up inexpensive ranch property around the country and going like what would it be like just to I, I i've started to i've started to think about like frontiersmanship just this idea of you, you homesteading you, you wake up and everything you need is right there you got a vegetable garden and some animals and you you're they you make everything and then you go to bed when it's dark and you go like something about that and I was never like that before yeah. and I've really started to think like that is it because sounds... your girlfriend's family owns so many ranches uh, maybe but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about those mega ranches I Listen, was talking about Hearst a... makes a fine ranch <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the humble castle know, just... Like it, like an, like an inexpensive, you know, like you build it up. It's a little. That's what John Mayer did. Moved out to Montana. Good Found God or something. I don't know, but he moved to Montana. I, I completely get it. Yeah, I completely get it. But then you, but then I feel like you'd get out there and you go, I miss performing. Like I feel like there's always going to be that. No, I yeah, I don't want to. Uh, like like, I love. You know, I have no complaints. You know, it's it's. Except for the hour you just did of complaining, I feel like that is true. That is true. <laughs> like, except for the complaints, I have no complaints. <laughs> no, it's you know, it's a, I'm just to the end of this very long period of work, and so I'm still kind of ground down. But but like, I would not change it. You know, yeah. I would change elements of it. I've, I think I learned from this year what I need to do to to uh, to reach a happy medium. But God, I, you know. Can't imagine doing anything else. When you ask me what I can't, I, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I, I, I couldn't. You know, that ranch thing sounded pretty great. Well, that's his. Don't take his. I'm not going to take his. There's, ranch, oh, there's like plenty a, of ranches in the country. Jonah. No, just it was property. your idea. Okay. What if you opened up a small movie theater in the town with the ranch? Movie theaters are dead. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're right. Uh, he'll probably have that movie have box. That box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love that movie box. You know, I'm going to have a. <laughs> For I'm sure, have a small log cabin that's outfitted with hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of media equipment inside. Then you'd never need to. I mean, like I, I do when I'm when I'm driving around the country doing stand up, and then you pass like a there's just like a weird small house in the middle of nothing, and you, you I look at that and I go, well, you could pretty much run anything you need to out of that. Yeah, you just you know as long as you have 
internet, you could you don't you could pretty much do most of the things that you know. Yeah. Instead of the actual getting up and performing in front of people. That's what vlogging's all about. Yeah, I guess you're right. It doesn't friend. stop Dan uh, Daniel Songer, who has uh, thousands of comedy acts available on YouTube. I highly recommend checking him out. He films them all himself in his backyard in probably Pennsylvania or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you literally can do anything. Do you miss doing short sketch stuff, or do you do you, if you have sketch ideas, do you just try to figure out how to work them into the to the show? As well, yeah, I mean, I I. Uh, I do and I don't because I I still get a tiny outlet every once in a while. Like I got to do something on uh, Seth Meyers' show that he had Second Chance Theater. Mm-hmm. So that was fun to do. And every once in a while I'll go on Conan. I just went for the first time in a long time and I do the uh, Ted Turner yeah. character on that. <laughs> so like I still get opportunities. And, and like like last night uh, – uh, you know, it was part of a busy, hectic day. But, but then I get to this – beautiful theater uh god i think it was the united artists theater but now it's like the ace hotel theater and just it was the most fun night of uh you know it's this uh allen ginsburg tribute to the 60th anniversary of of howell and god it was like uh who was there van dyke parks was there and did something and i got to sing yeah nick cave was there i got to do a song with peaches oh wow (laughs) I have all these great pictures. I got to meet Lucinda Williams and Beth Orton and all these really cool people and Fred Armisen and we did like a teeny thing together. It was, it, it, you know, and I just realized, oh, this is, this is, it's kind of, that's, that's my job also. And it was yeah. just like this really special night that I had been really it, it, part of a, a stressful day that I was like, oh, now I got to go do this thing. And then I showed up <laughs> and it was awesome and fun. And then the, Making this show yesterday was fun too. So everything's fun. It's just like I just need a day. If I just had a week of vacation right now, yeah. then I'd come back and I'd be, you know, re- relax a little bit. So now I feel like I feel like I have been complaining a lot. You're not complaining I? at all. No, I'm a happy, a happy person. I Do you know why? I just want to see my friends and family a little more. It's just I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying because it is. It's almost an embarrassment of. Of uh, life riches, where you're like, I'm getting to do all these amazing things. Yeah, but it does take a lot of engagement, and you do have to. I mean, you do are human. Like you do have to every once in a while just power down for a little bit and just kind of let your brain resettle, yeah. so you can get yeah. back into, you know. But you know, if I could, you know, between that that last night and going up and visiting my niece and nephew up in San Francisco, no question, I would want to be doing that. But I. You know, but those that like in my head, it's like, oh, they're they're up there. So I don't make an appointment to go up and see them. So as my time's getting filled in with little things like that, you don't realize, oh, I'm not I'm not having any space to do that other stuff. You just you know, before you know it, you haven't seen your niece and nephew in a long time. And the other day it was so sad. I FaceTimed with them and. I missed like they're just older people now. They're they're like I missed. You know, I want to be in a situation where I can't tell that they're getting older. Right. That right. they just get older, yeah. so, but you see them enough so that you see a picture from a couple years earlier and go, "Oh my god, look how young they are!" But like you don't notice it. But I I missed a big enough chunk that I was able to see like uh, a, a major growth period. Where Hello, William. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's having a pipe in front of a library. Wow. But I, let me ask you if the if you have this type of situation, because I, I just got back, I did take a few days off, and I got back from vacation. Fuck you. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and everything was fine. Like, everything was fine. Relationship going great. Work fine. Like, everything in place. And I got, like, antsy and almost cranky because everything was okay. And because there, there were no fires to put out. Like, oh, there was. just you. Do you think that's just I me? I think that's your. Makeup. You do like to put out fires. And, I just. Uh, I don't know if I like to put out fires, or I'm just so. You're accustomed. compelled. To, you're compelled to do it because of you know previous times in your life where you've had to do it. You become constantly. conditioned to put out fires, and so when there aren't fires, like was it you, something to the effect of uh, you were gone and everything didn't crumble? No, actually, it wasn't. It was. It just was just like well, ah, that's your thing, Jonah. Everything was just okay. Are you? Do you have a thing like that? I don't think so. I think I, I I can shift into that doing nothing mode pretty pretty well. I think I don't know. I I, I haven't had 
a break in a long time. So I had I was I did commit to this ski vacation with my dad, thinking that the post production on the show would have been done before that, and then it got to so it was four days up in in Nelson. Um, God, this is just going to be another bummer of a story. No, it's, it's, a, not that, it's four days up in Nelson. Nelson's where they made Roxanne, the movie. Oh, Roxanne. oh, that's such a great looking town. Beautiful. And so you go up to Nelson, and then they they take you uh, up to this lodge, and then they take you in snowcats up various oh, wow. hills, and you know, untracked powder. It's the best skiing. It was so great. And so uh, my dad and and my high school buddy and my brother in law all went up there, and. Um, I was supposed to leave on Saturday, but then I, you know, we had from Saturday till Thursday and we were going to ski, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then uh, just work got to be too much. So I, I couldn't leave until Monday and then I was still going to make it so that I got up there and skied Tuesday and Wednesday. And then I was going to have to leave Thursday morning. And, and so I would skip two of the four days of skiing, but that was still like, okay, I'll get a nice night of hanging out in the ski lodge drinking whiskey with my dad and and friends and family and 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 uh two nights of that and relaxing and then all this work stuff came up so i was like i got up there two days late <laughs> i was you know got back from skiing and and got all these phone calls and we were trying to make all these little last minute changes and things and having to rewatch edits and oh it was just like that's that's uh, I don't I don't know why your story brought up that and it's like you had this hat cradle and the so sun. I can't wait to have a thing where I don't have to put out fires and I can just like I feel like I'll be I'll be I'll be good and I've started smoking pot a little bit <laughs> what not I haven't done it in a while but like that's that's been nice yeah. <laughs> take the edge off I was a very bad pot smoker but then I I, I was introduced to somebody who who you know it was really hard to go to sleep um because you know my brain would be you know thinking about all these things i had to do so this guy said oh i got this perfect thing that's like a sleeping pill of pot and so he gave it to me and it did it, it was good <laughs> it was good so i still i don't think i'm good with hanging around people but but i i had a little sliver of time where i would uh smoke a little pot to go to bed well, just as a bit of advice, if you can, take two weeks if you can take two weeks. Cause, that sounds good. Because what happens is it'll take you four days to power down. Yeah. It'll take you four days. And so uh, then once that happens, then you're going to want to make sure that you can enjoy the vacation time. That sounds good. That you have. Because it, 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 it does take Wait, a- but you only had one week, right? Uh, it was a, yeah, it was, only, it was only one week. Where'd you go? We went to southern Utah, right on the border of Arizona, right near this town called Page, Arizona. So it's just okay. in the middle of the desert. Oh, that's it was awesome. really nice. It was really, really cool. Wait, is that the ranch that these guys were talking about? Was, was it a ranch? No, no, no. It was oh. just this, this hotel that's just in the middle of the desert, and uh, there's, oh, wow. there's nothing. It was just desert. I mean, your, your window at the hotel, it's just, it's just desert. And it's, but it's really, really it's pretty. Like the finale of Quantum of Solace. It's a little. It's a lot like the finale of Quantum of Solace, but without oh. weird, <laughs> but without weird hydrogen tanks powering yeah, the, sure. the hotel. Wait, was Quantum of Solace the one where they go back to his childhood home? That was no, Skyfall. that's Skyfall. That was Skyfall. Well, oh, Quantum of okay. Solace is the one where they're in the desert in that hotel, and at the end he just drives the villain out to the middle of nowhere, and then leaves him be, and he needs water, so Bond just throws him an oil can. <laughs> Oh, Bond. Oh and they gosh. find him a... He does all sorts of things like that, Jonah. It's a James Bond, you know? That's what you need, Will. A quantum of solace. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the end. Oh, my God. I want to come back soon so Please. I can show you the happy version of it. I am happy. That's the you're thing. Very I'm very happy. We know happy. I'm just happy. tired. Just, That's you know, it. I'm just tired. But I asked you a lot of questions. I mean, you just basically answered what I asked you. So okay. it wasn't. I don't think it was I you. Just I, I hope I don't come across as un, ungrateful. No, Chris was projecting on you. That's up for the internet. No, no, to no but I have. I have. The, you know. It's a, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, yeah. No, but I'm. You know. I wouldn't. I'm just have, tired. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have listened to any of this and be like, "Boy, Will sure is a a, a grumpy guess." It just okay. felt like, oh well, these are the you know. 
That's what's happening right now. In the mi- in a, the midst right of everything now. that's going on, it's yeah. you know, and I think it's also interesting for pe- people to hear because I think it's you know particularly performers where it's a it's a profession where your life can change overnight. Like one day your whole life can change, and few other professions are like that. I mean, there a lot of them are very linear. It's like okay, you work your way up, and then you know it's not. It's very rare that in any other business. You go, all right, you're the president of the company all of a sudden. People are like, what? What now? I'm on. You know? And so I think it's important for people to hear that they will build these ideas up in their head of like, oh, if I just had this or if I just had this or if I just had a show or if I just had some fame or if I just had some money. But just the idea of hearing that it's like anything else. It's a very human process and it doesn't just fix all of your problems. It doesn't just make everything easier. There are challenges and its work and its responsibility and the more you know the more you have yeah. the more responsibility and it's i mean it's i i'm fascinated by it because and it's like those people the things that you know if they were thinking like oh i wish i was doing something like that they should know that all the things that i'm thinking about while i'm doing that all the things i'm missing are the things that they're probably doing right that they are not that they are taking for granted yeah when, when they have the freedom you know like when i when i'm Talk to people who are like, I haven't worked in a month. And I'm like, enjoy the time that you have and don't freak out because you will get busy again. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, it'd really be nice if I could just sleep in you know, for a day. Yeah. So the, 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 the message is uh, eh, I appreciate what you have and have fun. But I, I think you I, – I didn't take away that you were being okay, super good. negative Thank you. or complaining. I mean you're, you're – Hurry a, up. we got to go do it at midnight. You're such an affable <laughs> – but you're such an affable guy that it doesn't – like you don't, you don't come across as shitty and negative at all. So I think it's all right. Thank you. Uh, now we're going to go to that restaurant? Yeah. No, uh, What's it called? None of your business, asshole. That doesn't sound... sounds like a different one you were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. That's, it's right next to none of your business, asshole. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's, it's right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Must be confusing. <laughs> They're affordable. It's the affordable section. You know, like John George in New York has the tiny little one. No, I don't. Oh, okay, guys. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Show well. your burrito, everyone. <laughs> There goes Matt. That's all it all took. Right. Yeah. Well, I gotta. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker. Lied like a liar. Like a liar. And if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal, or you love to hop in the Wayback Machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes, you should tune in to our podcast, Morbid. Follow Morbid on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.